Welcome in, guys. Episode 55 of Chillin' For Your Lives podcast. Today, we're going to talk about some interesting topics. We have Cyberpunk getting delayed. PS5s are now out in the world. Uh, Apex 7, Apex Season 7 launch trailer dropped for the new season coming out. And yeah, Google Stadia Directive Creator uh, or Creative Director said some stuff about Twitter, and people are not very happy about it. Um, so if you guys are interested in any of those topics, make sure you stick around. But before that, happy Halloween. Uh, Woo! This episode will drop two days before, but as you can see, we're both dressed up. I am Captain America, and I'm joined today with my co-host, Stadium. What are you today? I am the newest employee at the Krusty Krab. Are you just flipping patties, or are so, you at the register? I, I don't know what I'm doing, because SpongeBob is a god-tier fry cook, right? Mm, we true. all know this. There's never been a one better, except supposedly Squidward says that that one employee that came back for that one episode was even better. I can't even remember his name, so he can't be that great. Mm -hmm. So I'm not flipping burgers, because I don't want to be shown up by SpongeBob. And uh, Squidward, I have a lot of cashiering experience, but Squidward... He, I feel like he's got that spot held down pretty well. Also, like, yeah, he's not a he's not a good employee by any stretch. I would say, but so I think I am server. <laughs> sure, yeah, I'm the I'm like the bus boy there. I run the food. I like help people. I get ice if they need some in their diet. Doctor Kelp and all that good stuff. It, so that's what I do. I'm just kind of like an extra. Yeah, and you can't be the host because Patrick's. Uh, May I take your hat, sir? Uh, up there, right? Of course, yeah. I couldn't. I could never rob Patrick of that job. Never. I'd feel terrible. But that's a god squad. So. If I'm if I'm dining in at the old Krusty Krab, uh, mm -hmm. I'm pretty hype. If I see, you know, I walk in, Patrick takes my hat, Squidward takes my order, SpongeBob owns the grill with all eight of the arms that he has, um, mm -hmm. and then you bring it out. Yep. And uh, then I get to you uh, can't beat it. Talk to Mister Krabs, you know, for a little bit when he's not counting his money. Yeah, you get to see them thwart another attempt from Plankton to steal a Krabby Patty. Yeah, I can see Plankton. Mm-hmm. Dude, that so sounds come like on a down to the Krusty Krab and uh, buy yourself a Krabby Patty. They need to make a SpongeBob VR experience. I don't know if they have. Oh, my God, they should. That'd be it sick. Could be like, it could be like Job Simulator, but yes. you work at the Krusty Krab. Yeah, you go order and stuff. That'd be so sick. I'd buy that so fast. Yeah, I would, too. Oh, my God. Um, So you got the little hat on and stuff? Yeah, so I basically just have the hat. You know, it magically sits mm -hmm. on SpongeBob's flat square head, flat rectangular head. So I yeah. got it to magically sit on my big rounded head. Mm -hmm. And there it is. It's a, it's fighting an epic battle with my headset right now. But I think they're finally, uh, what's it called? An armistice, maybe? Mm -hmm. That's probably not That's the right the wrong word. That's the wrong guy, but yeah. Where they're not, fi <laughs> where they're not, they're, they're not fighting anymore. They, have a, uh, they haven't signed the treaty yet, but they're settled down. Right. So. Dude, that's yeah. sick. You know, what's crazy, too, is uh, I've never seen a Krusty Krab hat. And when you showed me, I was expecting, like, a legit hat with the Krusty Krab, like, you know, it fits your head. And when you... Like a baseball cap? Yeah, and when you turned on your camera and I see this fucking skinny-ass, <laughs> long-ass hat, dude, I lost it. Oh, it's so perfect. I was in Spirit Halloween, and I was looking at all of these awesome, awesome uniforms, seeing so many great things. I could be this or that. And then I just turn the corner and my broke ass sees this crusty crab mm. employee official hat. Ooh. And it just like shot down. Net King Neptune himself just like shined a spotlight right on it. And I had to buy it. How much was it, by the way? It was only $8. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm going to rock this thing 
for the rest of eternity. So it was very well worth my money. <laughs> you're just like, you're like on tour wearing it. Yeah. Music. Dude, I wish, I kind of wish I worked. I actually got Halloween off uh, somehow. I read Lobster. Mm-hmm. So that would be so awesome if I worked that day because oh. then I could wear this because it's like, it's pretty related, I would say. Yeah. Working at Red Lobster and working at the Krabby Patty, those are like, they're so closely related. It might be illegal to work at both of them because True. they're direct competitors. Yeah. So, Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Okay, we should we should get into that. <laughs> well, <laughs> to the actual show. Yeah, we, we can. I just want to say that I'm I got Captain America. We did a little poll. Oh, of course. We did a little poll on stream. And uh I had a bunch of different options, and Captain America was just the clear winner. And I mean, can you really blame the people, you know? Yeah, and then you tweeted a picture of yourself wearing the uh I I don't I think it was just like from the shoulders up so you know you didn't get the whole experience just mm-hmm. a little quick little teaser for like the only fans free preview you know so and the from the head from the shoulders up it looked like a clear winner yeah so, and then I had I'm to buy the, the shield people. separate though it didn't come with the shield it didn't come with the shield I bought this Greedy one ass Disney yeah this one was cheap I got it it's a Marvel. definitely not life size it's twelve inches in diameter and I think the real one's probably like double. Uh, yeah, because it cover he can like crouch and hide behind the entire thing. So yeah, and it's made out of metal, and I'm I'm sure you can buy that. I think I saw it, but I was like, do I want to drop a hundred and fifty dollars, whatever it is, on a real shield? Probably not. Yes, unless you got the vib the vibranium <laughs> shield at the Walmart there from straight from Wakanda. That'd be sick. That'd be dope for a hundred dollars. Yeah, for a hundred dollars, I might invest. I just might. Um, but yeah, but I mean, there's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with getting a smaller one. You know, you don't want to scare the kids with the real shield. It's just enough to, to deflect like nerf bullets, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. That, and, uh, that's respectable. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm happy with it. It's, it's nice and comfy. I had to get the, the, uh, the XL. I think mm. I had to get a size bigger. So it was a little bit loose, but it was half off instead of being like 60, it was like oh, wow. 28. So I was like. There's no reason for me to spend an extra twenty some dollars for something I'm gonna wear like twice. Yeah, that was kind of my mindset going in. Like, I'm too I'm too broke to be going all out on a Halloween episode for now. In the future, I would love to, but yes. right now, this uh, this hat is slaying Perfect. the game right now. I love it exactly, exactly. Um, shout out to our audio listeners that totally miss out. Yeah, the audio the- listeners definitely get to enjoy this episode more because mm-hmm. you can kind of just hear the costume. And the energy. I'll I'll tap I'll tap my uh hat on the mic every now and then for the tap of my shield. Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah, there you go. You just throw it. That'd be so dope if we're just like casually mm. con- like having a conversation and you just throw it on the wall behind you and it bounces back and you grab it like it's nothing. Yeah, imagine if I threw it at the camera and it transitioned into like the outro. Oh my god. That if we could set that up, uh mm. let's do that. Yeah, do we if there's any editors that listen to this podcast, if you want to edit clips for us uh for free, um or incredibly cheap. Or incredibly cheap at a deal. You know, just just starting off. That would be awesome. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, just throwing that out yeah. there. All right. Uh, something that isn't awesome, though, that I really want to get into yeah, get is... Uh, yeah, Cyberpunk getting delayed. Lol. That's... Uh, yeah. I, the theme of I this con- year. 
I repeatedly say that Cyberpunk 2077 does not, I've probably said it on this podcast multiple times, that game does not exist until it's literally in my hands, and mm-hmm. I'm getting the digital version, so I don't think it's <laughs> ever going to exist, actually, but yeah. you know what I mean. Until right. I'm playing and moving my character, Cyberpunk 2077 doesn't exist, because as far as I know, if, if you're in the industry, as some of you guys are, I know, they, they use the term gone gold a lot, and yeah. basically just what that means is the game is done right it's like finished ship it it's on the blu-ray shipping it out to sony to make sure it's on the whatever's you know so um or microsoft or whatever and so as far as i know this is the first game that i can remember since i've been into the video game like been into the industry is uh this is the first game that i know of that was delayed after it was gone after it's gone gold so yeah that's crazy yeah um so what are what are your feelings about cyberpunk being delayed until december 10th so nothing crazy just a few weeks but still it got delayed um okay so if it wasn't like console launch season and every game under the sun's coming out and Mm -hmm. just this is like prime video game era every seven years or whenever consoles come out roughly yep uh if it wasn't that, then I'd probably be pissed. But since there's, you know, multiple other games that I'd like to try out and some that probably will come out of the woodworks, like out of nowhere, that'll be really sick, like Among Us did or, you know, Fall Guys. I'm uh, I'm pretty happy about this because it gives me time to play games like uh, like Godfall. I might try that out. Uh, yep. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I might try that out. Um, and uh, isn't, uh, doesn't Spider, when does Spider-Man come out? It's a launch title. It's a so launch the- title. Yeah, so what would that be? The seventeenth, I think. The twelfth? Yeah. I don't know. Somewhere in there. I'm not getting one at launch, so I'm trying to just pretend like it doesn't exist, you know? Yeah, they're roughly all coming around that same week. So like that's when right. a lot of stuff's coming out. So I think uh Cyberpunk was gonna dominate either way when in sales, but I think since it's in December now, it's gonna give them, you know, obviously more time to perfect the launch, but it's gonna really help their their sales, I think. Than it normally would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think the big winners here are probably Assassin's Creed and Godfall. Yeah, because like, um, th- while those games are very different than Cyberpunk, right. they still all exist in like you know the big video game releases. You know, so people only have so much money, especially with games being uh, a lot of games being seventy dollars now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of those games in particular are seventy dollars, but cyberpunk is like the game that people want right so if you have to if you can only get one you're probably not getting assassin's creed and you're probably not getting godfall so i would assume like sales wise it probably goes cyberpunk and then assassins and then godfall i guess yeah um so like those games for sure their sales are going to go up because then you have a month now yeah to that's you know that's like that's four paychecks for some people two paychecks for some people like that's a lot of time to build up another $60, $70, right? Mm. So totally fine. Um, yeah, like the only thing that really sucks about the whole thing is that today it came out why it actually got delayed, and that's because they're still optimizing it for current-gen consoles. Yeah. So we haven't even – that's always mm. the big thing with going into next-gen is like when they announce that games are going to be on like – they're on the Xbox 360 and the Xbox One or the PS3 and the PS4, and it's like we're trying to move ahead, you know, mm-hmm. and we don't want these new games to be held back so they can run on old hardware. So these games are already, we're already seeing the last, the current gen slowing us down, but I get it, you know. Yeah. You can't just expect everyone to buy a four or $500 box right off the bat to get all these new games. So, yeah, it's tough when you're young too. Like I remember yeah. I didn't get the Xbox One until maybe three or four years after it came out. Mm-hmm. It was just too much. So 
Yeah. I get it, but I think uh, overall this this uh, this fall this winter is going to be kind of what we were expecting early in 2020. Remember when we were like super hype about all the announcements, you know? Yeah, everything was coming out. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be this next quarter and the beginning of next year with uh, mm -hmm. hopefully God of God of War. I mean, we don't have an exact date, but um, just some big games like that and maybe like Kena or Kenna, however you pronounce it. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, Cyberpunk, I'm going to be hype. I think it's going to mm -hmm. be one of those games that everyone's going to be playing no matter even if they've heard of it or yes. haven't heard of anything about it. It's just going to have so much hype. Uh, so... I don't know. December tenth, it's gonna be sick. It's. I hope. Mm -hmm. I hope the game has a lot of replayability. I know it has three different stories. Uh, I feel like we've heard a little bit about multiplayer, but maybe not. To be honest, I'm not sure. Even I've gone yeah. so dark on that game. I don't know. I don't even know if there is multiplayer. There might not be. I could be totally wrong. Like, I want to say there isn't, but yeah, I know that the topic of multiplayer has come up, but I don't know if it's like in there there's definitely not like some <clears throat> pvp arena shooter kind of thing yeah. like it's definitely not that so um i don't know about the multiplayer aspect but um yeah if you don't know what cyberpunk is now you will when the game comes out because mm -hmm. it'll be everywhere that's all you'll hear about it'll be getting 9.5s and 10s from yep. everyone under the sun i'm sure uh twitter is gonna blow up about it all that good stuff people are gonna be i can't wait Beans. to go on twitter and just see everyone's custom dicks posted on there like yeah. look at this masterpiece i crafted in cyberpunk for my character you know yeah so that's that's what i'm looking forward to really fuck the game dude i just want to see all those yeah true uh <laughs> another news <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna end on that yeah that's perfect um all right yeah Okay. In other news, uh, we've seen PS5s, you know, out in the world. They're comparing sizes. They compared them to all the other consoles. These MFs are fucking huge. Yeah, man. All, all you lucky content creators out there are getting your PlayStations and you're unboxing them and you're yep. showing them off. Yeah, they're they're pretty massive too. Like we've, like you can kind of tell when they like. You know, it's it hasn't been a secret that this thing is freaking huge for a while, but now that people have them and they can just compare them to everything, yeah, like holy shit, this thing is massive. Yeah, like I feel really sorry for people that put like their PS4s in like a little like compartment in a TV stand because this PS5 mm -hmm. was probably not gonna fit. Yeah, there's no way it's gonna fit. You're gonna have to sit it on like a shelf or something, and mm -hmm. like anytime. I mean, the console could literally like show a new power button, and there's gonna be memes about it. But yeah. it really is big. Like, it was surprising me because they have, like, a thread where they showed it, you know, next to the Switch, the Xbox 360, the PS4, mm -hmm. you know, the, all these different consoles. And I was like, damn, this shit's bigger than I thought it was. Like, I knew it was solid, but it's actually pretty big. Yeah, and I'm glad that when they did, like, the, the little breakdown of uh, – Sony's been putting out a bunch of videos re recently of, like – the UI, uh, like the insides of the console, all of those things like that. So um, it's basically so big because of the fan. Like they want to keep it as quiet as possible. Um, I'm sure in six years when the, when God of War 3 comes out, you're going to load it up on your PS5 and it's going to sound like a jet engine, I'm sure. But at least at the start, it's going to be really quiet. And uh, I think the size is fine. Like I'm not... At least for me, I'm just looking at my uh, entertainment stand, and I have plenty of space for it. I'm sure people will make yeah. space for it. Um, and at least there is a reason. They weren't just like, we have this cool design, and it's huge because lol. Right. You know, like they had, it's it's for the massive-ass fans. So I think it's fine. It works out. Yeah, it'll fit through your doorways, so that's all that matters. 
Exactly. You know, you might have to call a friend or two and like get a truck. Like, yo, I'm going to pick up my PS5. You got to get the flatbed. Yeah, but, op- open up the garage door, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you have a sliding door in your house because like a regular <laughs> yeah. door, it can't. it's not going to fit through that. So hopefully you can bring it around the back or something. At least. Yeah, just have like a screwdriver, you know, handy. Yeah, open up the wall. Yep. With the, <laughs> it's fine. I, I wonder if they do. I know we talked about this a lot, but if they do uh, make a God of War special edition, I feel mm-hmm. like just like with the shape of the PS5, uh, oh man, I'm so excited to see any special editions they do because they can really like make this shit look fancy. Yeah, definitely. And they the the like big white face plates come off. Yeah. So like, you can already get like your custom designed face plates on it. So whatever Sony officially does, I think is going to be really cool. As we saw with this gen, they're definitely not shy about throwing out custom PlayStations. All that, like we there's been a ton of them. Mm-hmm. So uh, hopefully. Of all of the games that would get a custom PS5, I'm sure it would be God of War. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm very much looking forward to that because I've never owned a custom console in my life because I always get them when they first launch. So mm-hmm. it's always just like the boring, basic-ass one. Yeah. Um, But I'm not this time, so hopefully I can get me a dope-ass God of War 2 PS5. Please, bro. Time to start saving. I know. Time to start saving. Uh, any other last words on the PS5? Um... Yeah, kind of like these accessories, uh, how they've been shipping out the accessories. If you bought them like officially through the PlayStation like gear store, uh, I think they've been mailing those out already and some people have them. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So I pre-ordered my, I, I got the, I pre-ordered the DualSense controller and, uh, but I pre-ordered mine on Amazon. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to be shipping those out early. It still says November 12th is the release date for it, but, um, you know, they don't really notify you of anything until it ships. So I could get an email right now saying like your product is shipped and then I'll get it in two days. But so if I do get it early, I could do a little like show offy thing on the pod next week or the week after or whatever. And, you know, show you what the dual sense looks like. It's pretty cool. I know. I I think I might have to order a order one. Uh, It looks so nice because I've always been an Xbox controller guy, but I think Mm -hmm. I might switch to the PS5 uh, this gen. Yeah, wave. it looks really it, it looks really cool. It looks like a good midpoint in between like the DualShock 4 and an Xbox controller. Mm-hmm. So now it's basically just the biggest part of it is like what it literally looks like, like the white and blue color scheme and then the big the the great debate of the analog sticks being next to each other or like off. Right. Know, like how. Yeah, so that's still the big debate on whether like you like that uh design or not. I've always been a PlayStation person obviously. Um, so I got to go with the dual sense. Apparently the app, the haptic feedback triggers are really cool, yeah. but me using it on PC, I don't know if that's ever going to come into play until I actually get the console itself. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It looks super nice. The little rubbery grips on them instead of, if you zoom in on them, like a lot, instead of just being like dotted grippiness, the dots are actually the PlayStation symbols. Oh, so that's, that's really cool. Yeah. That's sick as fuck. I didn't that. So, uh, yeah, just little things like that I'd like to geek out about. And I'm really looking forward to getting the controller because I've been using a DualShock 4 for seven years now. It's time to upgrade. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. Um. All right, let, I want, let's stick in the video game department first, actually, before moving on to anything yeah. else. But we talk about Apex a lot, I think, on we this do. show. Yeah, so Apex, because it is, I still, uh, I still say that it's the best BR out right now. Mm, and, sure. um, they dropped a season seven launch trailer. Yes, We're getting, see, season seven is, has a lot, man. We're mm-hmm. getting a lot of good stuff. I can't wait to oh see the balance God. patch. Cause that's like, 
and when it's all said and done i think the balance patch is probably the most important thing yeah. it's like how the game actually plays right but this season we get a whole ass brand new map Dude. so that's exciting it's beautiful too i love the aesthetic uh me too it's so bright and colorful yeah i love how the vehicles work with with the person driving in the middle and then there's two side seats where people stand uh mm-hmm. yeah that's a really cool idea and it hovers and mm-hmm. uh I mean, in the launch trailer, the when they collided, it kind of just went in the black hole. I don't know what's going to happen in the game. Uh, but uh, my guess is that they're just going to kind of like hit each other, and yeah. they're just going to like like two cars crashing or something, except a lot less like climactic than that. What if an actual black hole like uh, just comes about in real like IRL? Yeah. <laughs> like, damn it, dude! I got to clean my room, but I got this black hole from playing Apex. Yeah, it'd be like I'd be more scared to get in a car crash in Apex <laughs> than in real life if that was the case. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would, would never too. even get in one, to be honest. It wouldn't be. No matter what kind of benefit they give you in the game, it wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, fuck that. I wonder the, <laughs> I wonder if you can run over people, too, like in Call of Duty. Yeah, I'm, I I would guess so. Yeah. Um. Do, like, you know, at least some pretty good damage if you're going, like, full speed, maybe completely take out their shields or something. That'd be sick. Yeah, I think that with vehicles in a game, yeah, it kind of sucks because, like, sometimes they're OP, but... I think in this instance with Apex, I think it's going to create a lot more content because, you know, you're adding like speed and trick shots to the game and uh, you could like Mm -hmm. hit a jump, jump off and snipe someone or just like push them. Like, I feel like it'd be a lot more fun to play aggressive. Yeah. So I don't know. It just depends. And then like third parties might be worse with with vehicles because people can get around easier. Mm -hmm. Depends how fast they are. Yeah, because you could also dip out of a place faster, too. Yeah. Um. Like, cause something True. that's uh, like really annoying in Apex is when you you beat a team, yeah. you while you're looting, you get attacked by another team, then you kill them, then you get attacked by another team. Yep. So you might be able to like dip out faster, but yeah, like mid fight, there could be people driving in from all over the place. I'm really, uh, I'm really worried about the vehicles. I very, very strongly think that vehicles should not be in Apex, but in this instance, it is kind of like the. It's not like a big tank or a helicopter yeah. or something. It's kind of like a mongoose in Halo that multiple people can sit in where it's just like, it seems like it's purely just for traversal. Right. Um. So like, that's fine. It's really low stakes. I hope it doesn't like open the floodgates though to where next season we do get a tank and then we get a <laughs> right. fucking gun Gundam in there in season nine. That would suck. So. Yeah. Uh. Also, I, I really want to see um, just like, how horizon plays into the game as well because we really mm-hmm. don't know anything about her abilities uh like what how they work what they do we just know that she's going to be like dealing with like space she's like uh like black holes and stuff if it's going to like suck people into her ultimate where it does damage or if it's going to be work like grenades i don't really know too much about her abilities yeah i mean either i think i don't know if they were leaked or something i don't really pay attention to the apex leaks too much but from the trailer, my guess is that her tack is that little gravity thing that she threw. So it'll work like the um, uh, over the past couple weeks in the Apex maps, like currently World's Edge and King's Canyon. Um, they've been doing like challenges where you have to open up this gravity thing. Mm-hmm. So it looked like her tack is she'll throw something down that'll like launch up a little gravity thing. Gravity so lift. you can throw it. Yeah, grav lift. So you can throw them at people to launch them in the air, and then they're kind of just in the open, and you can shoot them easily. Yeah. Or you could use it for your own advantage to where you can get height or something like that. Okay, That's yeah. what my guess is that her attack is going to be. And then um, her ultimate seems to just be that black hole where to like suck people into it and possibly do damage or make them a super easy target. Um, mm-hmm. So 
yeah, I'm excited to see like what the exact specifics are of all of that stuff because she seems really, really cool. Yeah, and like as far as new guns and a new battle pass, like are they going to introduce a new gun? I, I don't. I haven't really heard too much about that. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, yeah, you never know because it could still be like a surprise, but they seem to break it down like the new season pretty like in depth w- without showing us any cosmetics or anything like that. We usually get a battle pass trailer the day before yeah. I think it launches. Yep. Um, so that's when we'll see all that stuff. But um, I don't know. I'm not going to get my hopes up for a new gun. Yeah, I just really I know like so many people complain about just the actual gameplay of Apex. And I know like stuff has to be fixed, but I don't think enough people complain about cosmetics like i feel like it's just not that important to most people when i think it makes the game so much more just fresh all the time and i talk about it all the time but i just don't think it gets talked about enough like i'll see so many different apex uh community members or creators talk about there's no audio this gun needs to be balanced this legend's op and i get that like gameplay is definitely king but like cosmetics never like people don't really talk about how lazy apex is with skins and and gun skins like they're literally just recoloring stuff for the most part they're not animated there's you know it just seems so lazy to me and i really hope it changes this season yeah um well i feel like they've done a lot of uh they've done a lot of events recently that are like all the skins from this season all the events this season i think have been really good like skins wise like the current halloween skins look really cool yeah, the, um, yeah. The battle pass but it's just like the the actual battle pass themselves well, like all, everything in there i've never really been excited for like any of them except for the level 100 and 110 skins yep because they're animated for the most part they're like they're yeah. animated and like they're progress like they uh they actually have different like animations as you get more kills and damage so mm-hmm. it makes it exciting it's interactive and One last thing that I always talk about, too, is Apex needs to completely redesign and redo how their store works. It's literally just stuff that's already in the game that's overpriced. It makes no sense. Like, give me some new shit. I want to, like, see something that I want. Like, I've already seen everything that's in the store. I hate Mm -hmm. that. I hate that. Yeah, they just give you the, like, recolored version. So, like, yeah, everything in the store is just, like, the legendary stuff that's already in the game that you can just then buy for real money. And then there's always the two like recolored versions that are store exclusive that you have to have the legendary skin for already. And then mm-hmm. you buy the alt skin with your scrap metal or whatever it's called. Um, Apex. I don't know, whatever, whatever it's called. You know what I'm talking about. Crafting yeah. metals. There you mm-hmm. go. Uh, so yeah, the store itself is like hardly ever even worth opening. Yeah. I just wait and I always spend my stuff on the events. Mm-hmm. The events is where they always like bring it with the good stuff. But exactly. then all of that stuff is always like, like the Halloween skins right now. If I, there's this cool Wraith Witch skin, but if I want that, I have to get a $60 bundle. A bundle, that not comes even with separate. Like, yeah, it comes with like two Wraith skins, two Bangalore skins, and two or three gun skins, I think. I'm not about to spend $60 on any. You could give me every single cosmetic in the game for $60 and I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. So I don't know, but that's just me. It's a free game that I've put over a thousand hours into. So if they think they've earned my $60 that way, then so be it, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, if you had to make a prediction, what gun do you think is going to be the uh, 100 and 110 for next battle? The pass? R301 is my guess. Really? Yeah. But that's also with a huge caveat that I don't know what the level 100 skin was for seasons one through three. <laughs> right. So if the R301 already was, then obviously I sound stupid. It was. But oh, it was? Okay. Then yeah. it's definitely not that. I'm guessing oh. it's going to be something random like the Havoc or uh, cool. 
like i don't know yeah, yeah probably something know. random Not- like the havoc yeah, I guess I should look. I should look up a list. I guess, but because I, so I've I started playing hardcore in season four, so like I know four through six. Uh, dang, it's really only been three seasons. Damn. PK flatline and uh, G seven. Yep, I just got the mm. G seven yesterday. Finally, um, but I guess if the three hundred one's already been, yeah, the Mastiff would be really cool. The Mastiff or the Devotion, I guess, would. Be Ooh, yeah, Devotion would be nice. Other guess, yeah, because. <laughs> Um, Prowler. We haven't got we haven't got an LMG skin yet out because we got the PK for the level 100, 110 in season four. Yep. So uh, they might not do the massive since they already did that. So devotion, I guess, is my guess. Or Prowler, you'd be hyped about. I would too. I'd be super hyped for the Prowler. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. the first uh, two skins that were the I don't know if they did it for all three seasons, but I know I'm pretty sure that was the R99 and R301 were the early ones, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. But yeah. yeah, I don't even have a guess. Um, Apex, the only thing, not to uh, stick on Apex for too long, but Apex is kind of in it like, uh, for me, an instance where it kind of ruined everything else for me. Um, huh. Where like it, it feels way too good to play to where now if I'm playing another multiplayer shooter, it just like I just don't want to because it mm-hmm. doesn't feel as good. Well, you you kind of get some leeway in a story mode, like in a story game. Like, yeah. for instance, like Metro Exodus, is like really slow paced and it plays way different than Apex and but it's good for a different reason and then it but it's more story based or like Doom also feels amazing arguably just as good but it still feels completely different but I don't know whenever I'm playing any kind of shooter I'm like well this still doesn't feel as good as Apex so I just want to it's kind of like when the Marshall Mathers LP2 came out and it's a pretty good album it's not fantastic but it's pretty good but Rap God is just such a good song that every time I was listening to another song on that album, I was like, I could just be listening to Rap God right now. Hmm. Yeah. So it kind of like that song like ruined that album for me where like Apex is ruining every, all these other shooters that are coming out. I just want to play Apex instead. Yeah. I think it's because we're so deep in Apex too. Like we're, you know, trying to get heirlooms, you know, even though we know we're not gonna, uh, we're trying to yeah, rank I never up. Think about heirlooms. We're trying to get event skins. It's a game mm-hmm. that we all play. Mm-hmm. it's just like we're in too deep yeah and i'm glad now it has cross play so we can play with the community yeah and um it's coming to steam finally so i can drop origin i'm so sick of origin um so that'll be nice to have it on steam i really hope there's no issues from the start which i'm sure there will be because there always is mm. but once we get through those it'll be great um so we just now basically just have to see what time the season starts so we can be there minute one hopefully yep. It'd be cool if it was Tuesday night going into Wednesday, but if it's Wednesday during the day, like it usually is, that's cool too. Yeah. I'll be playing it. Exciting stuff. Yep. Exciting stuff. Very much so. What else um, we got? Uh, something that I'm not particularly excited for, but I know a lot of people are. Netflix today announced that they are doing a collabor or not collaboration, but they're doing a whole ass show of Assassin's Creed. They just tweeted this nice little video. It says Assassin's Creed Netflix. They're coming together. So, Mr. Watch TV, 23 and a half hours a day, electricity wave. That's all I do. Love, love the TV shows. Every single show that's ever come out, you've binge watched. Every, I watch every show, every movie. People mm-hmm. people know not to even bring it up because they know I've seen it. Like, that's how much yeah. I love watching stuff. Right. Uh, so, how uh, 
No how, fucking how, clue. <laughs> how quickly? How quickly are you gonna binge this Assassin's Creed Netflix show? No, for real though. On a scale of like one to ten, how excited are you for an Assassin's Creed Netflix show? For anyone that doesn't know, I don't watch anything. That's the joke. But uh, scale yeah. one to ten, I don't. It'd be, it'd be actually. I would say like an eight to because I would watch really? it. Yeah, I would watch it with my community. It's not something. Obviously, I wouldn't watch it on my own, but yeah. Say eight. Yeah. So because of what they did with it, I think because The Witcher came before this, The Witcher isn't exactly a video game show because it's based on the book. But, mm-hmm. you know, people know The Witcher because of the game. Uh, and how well The Witcher was has done, then I think this has kind of driven people's excitement up a little bit more. Like, because Castlevania is really good, the anime, mm-hmm. and um, The Witcher is really good. Because before all this, video game adaptations are notoriously terrible throughout all of the years. Video game movies just suck. So... People are more excited for this, but I notoriously don't like Assassin's Creed. Like people that used to maybe listen to my old podcast from way back in the day or just like my friends that I grew up with throughout the years is like I really Assassin's Creed has never grabbed me at all ever. Yeah. So I'm not really excited for this one. If it gets good like reviews or people are talking about it, I might check it out. But um, it was cool and kind of totally came out of nowhere, um, at least for me. So um, it seemed it seemed cool for people to get excited about this. And with how cinematic video games are these days, I don't necessarily think they need video games or like movies or shows or whatever. Like they can just exist as games, but people love Assassin's Creed so much and it's such a big world and they can do anything with it from any different time period. Um, So I'll be excited to see what they actually do and how good it ends up being. It depends on their like budget and just creativity because you see what Marvel does. The movies are better than the games. Oh yeah. So if you know, a, a video game uh, concept can turn into what like Marvel does, then it, I definitely think that they should have shows and movies. But obviously mm-hmm. it's hard to replicate what Disney does because they have 50 quadrillion dollars. Um, yeah, they have all of the money. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I want to just see like a trailer and kind of see, mm-hmm. you know, the vibe of it and the look and just how the, you know, the actors look and just special effects, everything. I just want to get a feel for what I'm actually going to see. And then I'll know like how excited I am for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it has the whole like futuristic portion where you're like the person that goes in. I don't, I don't know any of the Assassin's yeah. Creed terminology, but I know that like you're in the current present day or maybe in the future. Mm-hmm. And then you like jack into something that shoots you back to like way in the past is where most of the gameplay takes place. Right. So they'll probably do like, you know, I'm sure it'll be the same concept with the show. Um, Cause like we also saw uh, to kind of merge it with a different topic. We saw Tom Holland as Nathan Drake for the first time. Yep. So this uncharted movie, huge roller coaster. I feel like they announced this movie like a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And, but then now it's like, it's happening actually now. Like we mm-hmm. have a release date. We have Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, uh, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Instagram, wow. a picture of him being so, uh, Sully. Um, well, people sp- like, you know, yeah. for the most part. So, uh, Tom Holland, I think they nailed the picture. He looks like a young Drake. Mm-hmm. He also just looks like Tom Holland going on a hike, you uh-huh. know? So, yeah. it's it's hard to say. Interesting Uncharted. way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's so weird because I had no idea who Tom Holland was before he was Spider-Man. So, he's just like Peter Parker to me. Mm-hmm. So, now to also see him as Nathan Drake, I don't know if that's kind of weird, but... Um, the Uncharted movies are, or the Uncharted games are so cinematic and they're so action set pieces. They're like Indiana Jones meets present day. Like 
they're so built around that kind of thing right. to where again i don't really think they need a movie but it's such a different like it's such a different medium that it'll, it'll still be cool to get another uncharted story especially that it's a prequel and especially since the games are probably on hold for a long time if not forever Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely excited for this one, especially now where if this were to happen 10, 15 years ago, it would be terrible, terrible. but I think, Awful. yeah, but I think it has a good chance of being good. So I'm, yeah. I'm really excited for this one. You'll, you'll catch me at the theater to see this one for sure. Do they have like a estimated release date? Yeah. Uh, it's, I want to say July, 2021, maybe. Okay. Um, it's, it's within the next year. Yeah. Um, let me look it up just super quick for the. For the people, July 16th, 2021. Okay. So, yeah, and it's a prequel, so it's not just like a retelling of the first game. That wouldn't be very exciting because yeah. I've played that like three times, so I already know what happens. That's what makes um, it hard is it for like video games to make a movie because like the story's been told. So how are you going to either tell a different story or, you know, make a prequel or, you know, a sequel? So mm-hmm. it, it makes yeah. it tough. Yeah, and Uncharted, like, two video gamers, like, Uncharted is dope, and people love Uncharted, and it sold millions of copies, and it's, and it's definitely, like, a mainstream name, but I think outside of the video game yeah. space, it doesn't have the same name staying power as, like, Halo or right. Mario or something like that, so it could totally introduce, like, a whole new audience to the story and who Nathan Drake is yeah. and all that stuff, so I think that'll be really cool. Also, I was going to bring up or ask a question, uh, have you heard any news about The Last of Us show on HBO? No. Nothing? Not a thing. I don't think they've said anything about that. Yeah. So maybe it's stuff got halted because of COVID or what, but yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like just all rules are out the window this year, to be honest. Yeah. Some, some places have been going strong. Like we're still getting Mandalorian. Holy crap. Mandalorian comes out in like three days. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Um, damn. Anyway, uh, some, some companies totally seized production on everything. Others just kept pushing through. Who the hell knows? I, I don't know what's going on with that show. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it because yeah. HBO, HBO has been killing it for like three decades now. So mm. I think, uh, I think that one's going to be good. I can't wait till they pick up this pod. Oh my God. Can you imagine <laughs> HBO. an HBO produced chilling for our lives? Jeez. Holy shit. Lucky them. Yeah. You know how many people we'd bring to that platform? People don't know what HBO is. They don't know our power. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Chillin' for Our Lives plug. Yep. HBO Max will triple their subscriber base, dude. <laughs> It'd be like the trillions. Not really. But. Tr- trillions of people. <laughs> there's, right, a trillion people there's seven trillion people on Earth, right? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, dude. Half. You wouldn't be able to breathe. <laughs> Everyone would be, quiet, be required to have like 15 roommates. Oh, a quick story real quick before we go into another topic. Uh, I started. I love a quick story. I got No Man's Sky uh, yesterday, Mm -hmm. and it's it's like a really cool like space exploration game, and it had terrible launch, but it like had a you know I got revived. But I was playing it last night, and I got right to the point where you could like enter another system and name your system and planet. Mm -hmm. And instead of name like instead of keeping the same name for this planet, I named it uh like (laughs) I forgot how I spelled it. It was like. U R P E H N U S. So it looks like your penis, but I call it Urbanus. Oh <laughs> like Uranus and Uranus. Oh, wow. So I'm looking forward to that going there that's, again. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's literally the whole story. What a great story. Urbanus. That's 
I like the I like the the Uranus Uranus. Uh, I like Fun. the tie in there because yeah, you. I didn't know. I thought I thought you were gonna say you named it like the storm or some kind of like electricity wave thing. Yeah, no. But to know it's just sure. a penis joke. That's funny. I like. Yeah, urbanus. It's definitely yeah. <laughs> someone come, someone like visits the planet. Like, oh, it's called your penis. I'm like, dude, it's urbanus. Have some respect. For real. Yeah. What do you think? I'm 13. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> come jump on urbanus. I think all my <laughs> all my planets are gonna be like that, pretty much. They're gonna be really close, but not quite. But that's uh, all I had to say about that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh do you want to i'm glad you shared though thank you it just, i just randomly thought of it, it made me laugh uh and i was up at, it was like i was playing the game at like four in the morning laughing at that dude everything is so much funnier at four in the morning dude the, some of the times that we've hung out at like four in the morning and mm-hmm. just been dying laughing like i wish i could think of one of the things that happened because sometimes mm-hmm. it really is that funny but it, obviously the slap happy you know tiredness makes it like infinitely more hilarious oh yeah yeah like if we did the same thing at like 11 a.m it would just be like how oh, that's pretty funny yeah but because it was like three or four a.m it's like <laughs> yeah. you're dead it's so funny i love it yeah uh, i had a real up? quick i had a thing like i'm not gonna say specifically what it was because it was me putting my name together with one of my friend's names we created uh-huh. a madden character it was mm-hmm. uh i think i was in middle school and we were uh just it was like five in the morning or whatever we just stayed up all night and we started a new Madden superstar mode. We wanted to put, we wanted to like just basically put ourselves together to create this one guy. Yeah. And like what we settled on our name being like for some reason just struck our funny so hard. Mm. And oh man, I felt, I think I, I got like a two hour ab workout in in the five minutes of laughter. That's so funny because I did, I had the same uh, experience with one of my neighbors. We made a guy, we made like a guy in Madden. And mm-hmm. uh, he was the same name as a ESPN uh, first take or whatever, and it made us laugh super hard. <laughs> well, like Skip, you made like Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. No, it was uh, Michael Smith. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we were just laughing because we didn't realize That's it until after. I love that. Yeah, love that stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about something that pissed people off? Yo, I love talking about something that pissed people off because we never we never really rant on this podcast. So I thought we'd switch up the vibes and. Uh, talk about Google Stadia's creative director, uh, creating Possibly. havoc on Twitch. And uh, I think you have a little bit more information on this because I don't have his tweet pulled up. What exactly did he say? Because I don't want to misquote. All right, yeah, this this was making the rounds. Is Alex Hutchinson? If I got to be honest, I mean, I, if you look this up, that you might be right, but I don't know if he's exactly Google Stadia's creative director. That might not be right. I think uh, he's a. I think he he's a creative director at a. Like a video game studio that works under Google Stadia or mm. Google, I think that might be the case. Anyway, his name is Alex Hutchinson. He blew up the Twitter verse uh, a couple. Oh shit! This was a, six days ago now. At this point, so behind. Um, yeah. So he said, <laughs> "Quote: Streamers worried about getting their content pulled because they use the music they didn't pay for should be more worried by the fact that they're streaming games they didn't pay for as well." It's all gone as soon as publishers decide to enforce it. The real truth is the streamer should be paying the developers and publishers of the games they stream. They should be buying a license like any real business and paying for the content they used. And boy, if everyone and their mother didn't have an opinion about this one. Yeah, that was just like, I don't really know if I saw anyone agree with them, (laughs) to be honest. Yeah, well, the thing is that he is legally correct. Like, there is, 
like he's right you know so i'm not saying he's right like i agree with him and that twitch should be shut down or whatever but legally he's right that's like how bars have to pay for the music that they play or they have to mm-hmm. pay to like the nfl licensing or whatever so in like factual supreme court lawyered up opinion or like facts he is correct and that i guess if ubisoft or ea wanted to just fucking ban hammer the world because we're streaming video games that that we didn't buy a license for then they could but it's just like it just seems it just sounds so out of touch and it's just so it's been going on for so long and it's so mutually beneficial like tell the tell the among us developers that twitch is going to be shut down and just see how like fucked they feel you know Mm -hmm. It's like it's so beneficial for both parties that it's just kind of this unsaid thing where it's like, yeah, this is fine, you know. So yeah. and for him to just like tweet something like this, totally unprovoked, and just to rile people up, like I don't know, he probably didn't assume that it was going to get this kind of reaction. Obviously, considering this tweet has eight point three thousand likes, and the tweet he made before that has fifty seven. So yeah, so Pop he. so so he obviously didn't expect something like this to happen but and he's definitely sticking to his guns if you read the comments and stuff Mm. but yeah it just seems like it just sounds so like old man yells at cloud kind of thing this guy worked for dmca like holy shit it sounds like it yeah it's yeah it's just like i don't know like you said like the among us guys or just like any game the amount of exposure that they've gotten from streaming services has like I would like to see the numbers, but I feel like there's no way gaming hasn't gotten way more popular because of streaming and, you know, made more money. So I don't know. It's just probably him just like thinking, I don't know like who hurt him, but I feel (laughs) like it just was to a point where he was thinking about it. He's like, oh yeah, like me and my company have to pay for this bullshit that we use. Why shouldn't streamers? So then he just made a tweet real quick and Mm -hmm. then, you know. Like you said, it's probably legally right and it could happen, but it's such a like asinine thing to even think that I don't know. I just created a bunch of havoc and I saw Dr. Disrespect quote tweet him. And then like after he does, that's going to bring like hella attention to it. I'm I would like to see the amount of impressions that had. It was probably in tens of millions. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it, it was just crazy. Like. It was actually such a crazy take that I just didn't even like when it when I see stuff like that on Twitter, I don't even like respond because one, it gives him more exposure and two, it's so what what am I going to say? Like, it's obvious that I wouldn't agree with that. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. stupid. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I first saw it, um, I just saw like someone that I follow, like, co- like commented on it or something and I didn't think twice about it. But then I saw it again and I again and again and again and mm-hmm. I kept seeing it, I'm like, oh, shit, this is actually kind of like a big thing now. Yeah, but especially because DMCA gets brought up a bunch like throughout the years or, you know, like every few months. Yeah. Um, And it's so crazy that like he it's the opposite typically happens where these publishers pay the streamers for them to stream the game. Yeah. So like that's how beneficial it is for them that a company like EA will pay a bunch of people to stream Apex on launch day to garner attention to the game, you know? Yeah. Like Fall Guys blow up because of Twitch. Phasmophobia blew up because of Twitch. Yep. I, if they like 
if I know I obviously know the law doesn't work like this, but if they if the Supreme Court took all of these game developers and all of these game publishers and they let them decide, they're like, okay, this is going to be a law, yes or no. What are we going to say? I bet the vast majority of them would say, just keep it how it is. Yeah, you know. Exactly. So yeah, it it just seemed like I said legally he's right, but it's so like why even bring this up? We all we are. Most of us are aware this was maybe brought up years ago when Justin.tv was just getting popular or streaming games on YouTube. Like Nintendo would probably be the only publisher that still says, no, <laughs> we don't want you streaming our games. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It just seems so like he should have tweeted this 10 years ago. Right. And like where you're saying, you know, how like they will pay the streamers. It's the most like effective promotion that a game company can do because the streamers playing it, they're making it entertaining because they're successful mm-hmm. and their mm-hmm. audience is very well connected and trust their opinion. It's not like it mm-hmm. just pops up on a Google ad. Like it's literally the most effective way to promote your game. Yeah. So Yeah, like that's why I don't really care about like like video game review sites and stuff like IGN or GameSpot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like if IGN, the company, gives a game a nine well, like, what does that even mean? Uh, yeah. A person reviewed that game, right? So, like, the person that reviewed this game, that gave this game a 9, a different person could have reviewed this other game and gave it a 9. But if the other person reviewed the exact same game, maybe they would have gave it a 6. So, yeah. like, what does that even mean? But if I'm a huge Electricity Wave fan, and I know we have we Ooh. like a lot of the same games, I like the games that he... I like watching him play games. I respect his opinion about games and I watch him play this game and he says it's great and it's great because of this and because of this and I watch him play it for two hours and I was entertained the whole time. Well, I know I'm probably going to like this game and I'm going to go buy it now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's actually crazy how much influence uh, streamers have on their community. Like, yeah. uh, You know, when I first started getting back into Apex a lot, a lot of people uh, that had the game but didn't really play it, they started playing it more and getting like really into, you know, playing every day. So imagine you know if i had an audience of you know ten thousand people on average watching me like that's a lot of people playing the game spending money on it Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah so i figured like like what you said about why you didn't respond to it on twitter or whatever like i'm sure every other podcast that has talked about this has kind of roughly had the same opinion but it was big enough and i had enough to say about it that i figured it'd be fun to talk about and yeah you know, not everyone just has their ear to the streets, you know? So maybe this is the right. first time a lot of the listeners have heard about this at all. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, let's, uh, what, what do you want to move on to next? I feel like we're blowing through these. How long has this been? We are, but it's already been Damn. 15 minutes. So we could, like, do some quick little mentions and then move on to rapid fire, probably. Sure. Okay. So. Um, I guess I can just super quick mention... Xbox Series X, they confirmed that if a game is currently playable on Xbox One, or Xbox One, so that's original Xbox games, Xbox 360, Xbox One, if any of those games are playable right now on your Xbox One, they will also be available to play on Xbox Series X. So hella backwards compatibility. Nice. Really, really cool. Um, so if you're into that, that's cool. Um, Nintendo Direct, they had a little mini Nintendo Direct today. Bravely, Bravely Default 2 has been delayed, unfortunately. Um, and let's see, what else did they say? Oh yeah, No More Heroes 1 and 2 is available on Nintendo Switch for $20 a piece. They're on sale for $18 right now. Those games are great if you've never heard of it. Um, very like action-packed, wacky anime 
the main character's name is Travis Touchdown. That's about all you need to know about that one. So go play No More Heroes. It's a dope-ass little action game. And, um... Oh, and Control is coming to Switch. Yeah. I don't know how the hell they got Control to run on Nintendo Switch, but I can't wait to see... I hope Digital Foundry does a video on that and just breaks it down and shows the PowerPoint slideshow that that game's going to be on that (laughs) console. Yeah, that'd be be awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, is that? Oh, okay. And then very, very, very last thing is that Bug Snacks Future Woo! Game of the Year 2020 yep. is going to be available for free for everyone on PlayStation Plus on uh. PlayStation Five. So they're—I don't know how. I think Sony's trying to bankrupt themselves by giving yeah. away Game of the Year for free. But you know, so be it. Go, uh, go download Bug Snacks when you get your PlayStation Five. It's going to be lit. <laughs> wonder if God Actually, of War is going to be free. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> the plan is probably, they think, I bet they think that their PlayStation Plus subscriber base is going to like yeah. skyrocket to get this game. Maybe. It's so bizarre and weird and whoever designed this game and created it were obviously, I want to know how many tablets of acid they had. I don't want to know if it's six or seven, but yeah, it's just such a unique game that... Mm-hmm. It sticks out like that's we're even talking about it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. So they did something right. Definitely, it's the same developer that made Octodad. If you remember that game, so I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. So whatever they're doing over there, they've got the they're pumping out the meme games, man. Mm. So I'll never forget. I watched Critical play Octodad like ten <laughs> years ago. I'm Damn. like, what the hell is this? But he is one of my. It's definitely one of my favorite Critical videos ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that got me interested, and I knew what the game was. And yeah. because it's just insane with bug snacks. I remember seeing that. It's like here's Horizon, here's Spider Man, here's Ratchet and Clank. Every, every here's Resident Evil Eight. Everything's amazing, and then bug snacks still just stuck <laughs> out somehow, man. Yeah, crazy. Bug snacks is like the guy in the team that doesn't ever play, but you still root for him because he's like really nice. Yeah, yeah, you like, still like him. He's cool to have around. Such an underdog that it's actually interesting and enticing. Yeah. So. Speaking of rapid fire, no one spoke of it, but I'm going to speak of it. Uh, my first question, very thought-provoking, very deep. Uh, here it is. If you ate yourself, would you become, <laughs> would you become yeah. twice as big or disappear completely? You would disappear completely. I think so. You definitely wouldn't become twice as big because you have to create Those calories, matter. though. No. That's gains. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> if you take a bite of yourself, if you could somehow survive eating yourself, you would just be the same thing. Or yeah, you'd maybe be poop. You'd be poop, actually. Maybe but, you'd be the same size. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You'd be the same thing. Okay, so there's neither? Because the uh, options were twice as big or disappear, disappear completely. Yeah, so between those, you would disappear completely. Mm-hmm. But, but you definitely answer, wouldn't become twice as big. But the, the true answer would be that you would just stay the same. Mm-hmm. That's well, boring. No, you you would be poop. How would you eat your own mouth though? <laughs> That's you kind of like know. you can kind of like bite your lower lip, you know. But you could definitely bite your tongue. I've done that a few but times. But how do you it, once you bite your lower lip off and there's like a gap? How do you bite your upper lip? Mm. I really gotta. I, I might I test know. this out. Yeah, I might try. Uh, that could be your next YouTube video. On a YouTube, how to swallow yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I might get something else. <laughs> yeah, you should search that on the hub, not YouTube. Yeah, I'm gonna do that right now. All right. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go tubing on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
but no, I think you would disappear. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's a mind fuck. It's a funny like mind fuck question that I found. Yeah. So I was like, might as well ask it. Yeah. All all I know for sure is that you wouldn't double in size. That's a fact. That'd be sick if you did. That would be. No, it wouldn't be actually. I do not want to be double size. I'd be twelve feet tall. You know how inconvenient that is. Inconvenient. Yeah, because you wouldn't know how to store all your money once you make it the NBA. That's inconvenient. <laughs> I would do it. A twelve foot tall person would ruin the NBA. If they like, if, well, most of them don't even like have knees that last like thirty seconds, so yeah. they wouldn't last long. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know. Maybe because if I doubled in size, I would still be proportional. You know, like sometimes yeah, it's like true. my my knees would still be double the size, so like I might still be able to function pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause like think about how dominant Wilt Chamberlain was back in the day. And he, he wasn't even eight feet tall. Yeah. He wasn't even seven, six, you know? So think about add another five feet to that guy. There's no way. I mean, I I would definitely be, I would definitely make a team and we'd win the finals every year that I was still around, but. Yeah. Would you always get defensive three seconds? Cause you're like, you'd cover the entire court. You're like, you're, you're like just standing. I feel like you would be like. You could touch both sides of the corner threes, like with each foot. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe yeah, my my defensive strategy would just be constantly like running in and out of the key, so I don't get three seconds. Yeah, I feel like you could. He could literally just guard the paint, and everyone else could guard the perimeter. Yeah, it'd be like a whole new. It'd be like a one-four yeah. zone. Damn, that'd be op. Yeah, we should look into that. Yeah, because you could, t- I could be under the basket, and somebody could shoot like a mid-range jumper from the elbow, and I'll still block them. <laughs> yeah, you just have to, you'd have to be uh, wary of getting like goaltending because it couldn't be on the downslope. Yeah, I'd have to still catch it on. Yeah, when it'd be like Yeti and NFL or Yeti and NBA yes. Street One. Oh my god, he's like I eight four. Game. Yeah, and he could still jump through the <clears> roof. Yeah, my man had hops, dude. Yeah. I love when they would do the sometimes when they would only jump like an inch off the ground, but they would still do the full animation. So it just <laughs> looked like he just like kicked his legs back and everything. <laughs> that shit was funny. Yeah, it would happen to Yao too. I love how they would like they would catch a goaltending ball like midair, like Odell Beckham. Like they'd one hand it, just yeah, snag just, it. Yep. Way back oh, there. Dude, what I a love great game. NFL Street. Mm. What a great game. Yeah. Uh, NFL Street Volume Two might be my favorite sports game of all time. Yeah, it's definitely really up there. One. It's t- if it's not one, it's two under behind NFL Street. Say Madden 05 is up there for me. Yeah. Mm. FIFA Street too, as well, or FIFA I mean, Street those as ga- well. Those games are good, but it's like way down there for me. Yeah, I'm just not as big of a soccer fan. Yeah, it was a surprisingly fun game, but. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, would you work at the Krusty Krab? Um, forever or just in general? Uh, it's like it's your career. My career. For, if for some reason you're not allowed to be a content creator, you have to go get a job. Would you work at the Krusty Krab? No, because I hate yeah. restaurants. Yeah, and like but it has it, such a different vibe, though. It would, but it'd be so annoying because, like, Plankton's trying to steal the recipe and I'm just trying to, like, check in and clock out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get, you know, my money. And then my boss is greedy, so he's never going to give me a raise. Yeah, your Squid- boss charges you for existing. Yeah, Squidward's a dick, like, all the time. I don't want to work with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. SpongeBob's too much energy. Like, he'd be fun, but it's just so much energy. And then, like, you got, like, a bunch of fucking anchovies storming the 
crusty crab and I have to clean up after that shit. Oh, and then God. I got this dude complaining because he doesn't have pickles when they're actually under his tongue. And <laughs> like Fred's always breaking his fucking leg. Mm-hmm. Like there's just so much going on. I don't think I could handle it. Yeah, that's a lot of excitement. You're right. What but that you? could be good. Like when yeah. I'm at work, I pray for something to happen. Like uh, when I used to work at um, uh, Popeye's, Every now and then we would have to go like get something, like maybe go to another Popeye's to get uh, whatever, you know, like yeah, any job where they make you go do something different that's just like outside of the ordinary. I love that shit. I always volunteer. Yes, I'll drive somewhere for you. I'll do this random thing. Like, yeah, I would love that. So with the the Krusty Krab, that happens all the time. I feel like I might be able to vibe out with Squidward. We could have those like just sit there and hate on people days, you know? Like, yeah. he, he's he's a few steps above me, of course, in the miserable category. But <laughs> like, I could still like at least sit there and be like, look at all these dumb people, you know? Mm. So that'd be fun. Yeah, I feel like I'm more of a SpongeBob vibe, and you're more of Squidward for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but that's a good question, though. Yeah, thank you. Um, number two, what would be the worst thing to hear as you're going under anesthesia before heart surgery? Um, it's the worst thing you can think of. Uh, the worst thing you can think of is I can think of a couple. <laughs> um, hmm. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be terrible. Uh here here goes nothing. <laughs> yeah. And then you did a good one. Uh or like, um, oh shit, that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh hmm. I just like things in that vein. <laughs> yeah, like uncertainty. <laughs> yeah, there's uncertainty or like goodbye. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say um, goodbye to everyone. Mm-hmm. Anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. Anyone I got an like extra the- heart? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's one on like the tip of my tongue that I just can't think of. Mm-hmm. But they're like, like somebody get his his wife on the phone, or like somebody get his mom on the phone, or something like that. Yeah. 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 Anything with uncertainty would be <laughs> would really suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. When I, what's up? Well, I got a cavity filled uh, <clears throat> like a week ago. Did I? I might have told this. I don't I think, think I told this story on the pod. No, not on the pod. Yeah. So like, he gave me the numbing stuff. He gave me the the numbing shot, mm-hmm. and after a while, I was like, I still feel the same. You know, like he he like took it. He gave me the shot, and then he was like, All right, we'll give it a few minutes. Then he came back, and he was like, All right, how do you feel? I was like, I feel the same. He was like, Really? Mm-hmm. I was like, Yeah. Uh, I don't feel numb at all. He's like, all right, well, let's like try it and like, we'll just see. And I was like, all right, you're the doctor. Oh no. Uh, so I lay back and he starts going. He's like, if you feel like if, if anything feels off, just like squeeze my hand. And I was like, okay. So I'm feeling all nervous and stuff. Cause I I've gotten, I think I've gotten cavities filled two times prior to this and they both went perfectly. Yeah. And, uh, so like as soon as I hear the drill start to go and I'm like, oh my God, dude, this oh. is going to suck. And then as soon as it touched my tooth, thankfully it wasn't like a sharp pain, but I could feel it. So I like instantly grabbed it. He's like, oh, oh, all right, all right, all right. So then uh, he backed off. He gave me another shot. And then he like five minutes later, he came back and he was like, all right, you feel it? How are you feeling now? I was like, I kind of feel the same, to be honest. He's like, really? I was like, yeah, like I can at least feel it right now, but I still don't like 
feel like I usually do when I get this done. He's like, all right, well, let's try it. And then thankfully that instance, it totally worked just fine. But I was fucking nervous the whole time. Oh, man. Because I know I've heard like some people, because, you know, like it gets more sensitive as it goes down, you know? So like when he starts drilling at first, I was like, all right, I'm not feeling anything. And then, uh, but I was worried, like once he got, he said, I'm almost done. So that's how I knew he was like way down there. So yeah. I was like, literally at any instance, I, I could feel the worst pain of my entire life. Like that oh. was my, that was going through my head while I'm getting my cavity filled. Fuck, dude. So I was just, I was probably sweating bullets, man. I was probably squeezing the fuck out of the nurse's hand. Like, I don't even know what I was doing, but that was a rough experience. It like, it went well. So like, it's not really the doctor's fault. He did everything right. But in right. that instance, I was terrified. The nurse's hand is just like deformed and like broken. <laughs> yeah. Like, how'd it go? <laughs> <laughs> Her pinky's like a zigzag. And everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a right angle. It looks like a hangman game. Yeah. Oh but man, it went well. I didn't feel anything. Thanks, doc. Dude, that's the worst. I remember. Yeah, when I got the same thing, like they numbed it, but I still could feel like the deep pinch when they did the mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. Or yeah, even when they give the shot before they do the drill, like you can feel the pinch. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, I hate. Yeah, because uh, like growing up before I I went a long time before I got my first cavity because my mom was like such a stickler about brushing my teeth and everything and like yeah. I still do obviously but you know between pop and just sugary candy and everything is just bound to happen eventually. Right. So growing up, I always heard people talking about like, oh, the shot sucks. You know, like you see this long ass needle and everything. Mm-hmm. So I was all nervous about it the first time, but like the shot is like the easiest part, I think. Like yeah. it kind of hurts, I guess, but the worst part of getting a cavity filled is easily the rest of the day where you yep. like feel the just numbness of your mouth. But yeah, I think this doctor must not have used as much as my other d- dentist because mm-hmm. like it wasn't that bad. So like mm-hmm. I think between the two shots that he gave me, it must have been the absolute perfect amount because it was enough to where I didn't feel the drill, but then also the numbness was gone in like two hours. Whereas yeah. the other dentist, I was numb completely for like the whole rest of the day until I woke up the next morning. So like Jeez. he probably should have given me more, but and it, I guess it just ended up working out. Yeah. Oh, so. it's it's like PTSD with that shit, man. Yeah, man. I was so, uh, I was so nervous. Just any second, this yeah. drill's about to touch the nerve in my tooth, and I'm going to want to die. But mm-hmm. it never happened. So yeah. here That's I am, good. and all is well. All right, design your. Uh, is this the last question? This is it, yes, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Design your own candy bar. Your Ooh, favorite. Like your favorite chocolate company. Oh, it has to be chocolate though. Design your design your own chocolate bar. Um. Huh? Uh. Yeah, your favorite chocolate company, whether it's whatever, any anyone comes mm-hmm. to you and says, "All right, Mike, we're getting. We're, here's a blank check. Design your candy bar." Damn, this is tough. I would probably, the chocolate has to be on it. Chocolate would be on the outside. Okay. And then on the inside, I would do a mixture of uh, probably peanut butter, caramel, and uh, like the, the Kit Kat type of stuff. Ooh, like the wafers? Like the crispy yeah, wafers? Yeah, like wafer. So like mm-hmm. chocolate on the outside, and then you bite into it, you get peanut butter, caramel, and wafer. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Is it like... Is it like thick like a Snickers or is it kind of thinner like a Kit Kat? I would like it to have, I would like it to be like how Reese's are where they're still soft. Okay. I would, I would want, I would not want it to be crunchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know how that would work, 
I don't. I'm not a big chocolate technology guy, but that's have what those, I would do. Have those soft wafers in there? Yeah, that good. sounds good. I would want one. Mm. You know what you would call it? Um, chocolate. That one, that one, that's tough. That's gonna put you on the spot. Yeah, chocolate caramel peanut butter. I would just call it like the abomination. All right, I'm in, I'm in for that. Something like that. Yeah, something chill. Play on words. Uh, mine mine would be um an ice cream bar. You know, okay, you can oh, get like it's a- such a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> like you know how you can get like a like a, a frozen Snickers ice cream bar or whatever. It would be that. So it'd be a chocolate outside with um vanilla with French vanilla and chocolate ice cream on the inside, and it would also have uh like. Okay, so starting at the bottom, you got your chocolate, the outside. First layer is cake, vanilla like uh like yellow cake. That's the that's the next layer. And then above that is caramel. And then above that is nougat, like like three musketeers or Milky Way nougat. Yeah. Yeah, and then above that is the uh, is the ice cream, that's french vanilla and chocolate swirl. And then above that is the top outer chocolate shell. That's Jeez. my that's my that's my candy bar. I don't know after what I you call eat it. that. After you eat our candy, you're gonna have to get a fucking shot for having mm-hmm. a cavity. So sign me up. Yeah, I'm in. Jeez, God, I no, love I'm, ice cream bars. I'm definitely about to go to the store after <laughs> after this pod now. Dude, that's all it takes. Yep, that's all it takes. No, I'm not really gonna go. But oh. I might. I mean, I probably I end up going to the store like at least. Like whenever I'm totally done with my day and I know I'm about to sit down and get in some apex with the boys, I always want to make a quick run of the store really quick because it's just like right across the street. So I can just grab myself like a protein bar or um like a Coke Zero or some that's like not too not actually good for you, but at least not terrible for you. Try to get that happy medium. It's like happiness filler where it's not quite pure happiness, but it's it's something. Exactly. It, yeah. it it satisfies. It makes it so like like right now I would I would kill for a Ben and Jerry's right now. Mm-hmm. But instead, if I go and get myself a Lenny and Larry's cookie, then it's not complete happiness, but I no longer need the Ben and Jerry's. So it works. Yeah. It feeds the addiction. Yeah. Until tomorrow when it comes back. But right. I'll worry about that tomorrow. Nice, man. That was a that was a solid podcast. I think so. We're looking I enjoyed cute. It. We're looking cute on the thumbnail. Hopefully, if I do a good <laughs> job, we got a uh, Halloween costumes on. Uh, please, if you watch this podcast, uh, show us your Halloween costume and do yes. hashtag C four O L and add us on Twitter. Tag us C four O L podcast, and we will retweet every single Halloween costume we see on the account. Um, That's a fact. I actually genuinely, this is not like just advertisement or clout or whatever. Yeah. I genuinely want to see your, and I know you do too, genuinely want to see all of your Halloween costumes. I think they're yeah. sick. Yeah, I want to see who has the best Halloween costume. Uh, and then uh, also have a great Halloween. If you're, you know, drinking, please be safe. Uh, if yep. you're eating a bunch of candy, please be responsible uh, or not. And uh, you don't you guys- responsibly drink, but don't responsibly eat candy. Have at that shit. Yeah. I mean, just don't come crying to me when you have cavities. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Right, right, right. You know, know the know the repercussions going yeah. in and you'll be fine. Just don't get COVID either if you're gonna go. I, are people going door to door this yeah, year? No, I don't know. No COVID chocolate bars. Um Jeez, yeah. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. This was episode fifty five, the our first Halloween episode. 
be dressed up for you. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure that you follow the Twitter, subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, leaving reviews is probably the number one thing that uh, you could do for us to help us, uh, as well as referring to friends to listen to the pod. And, uh, you know, we see the comments. So we'll see you Every guys in there. single one of them. We see suggestions. We see, you know, comments. We see, we see the love. We see the support. So thank you guys so much uh, for sticking with us. This was Chilling for Our Lives podcast. We'll see you on episode 56 next week. Have a wonderful Halloween and week. We're out.